0: It's February 26th, 2020. Welcome to another edition of Bite Marks Cafe, where we serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lum, First stop, Mary Smith from the Hawaii Pacific University joins us to tell us about the upcoming Women of Color STEM Entrepreneurship Conference. And of course, then uh, we'll be joined by Tricia Mohani (laughs) and, and Martha Crosby. And we'll talk about uh, women in data science. And, of course, uh, I want to share something with you that's coming up on Saturday, which is like this Saturday, February 29th, at uh, Halau Inana in uh, Mo'ili'ili. It'll transform into an olelo jam. Then, uh, of course, uh, they've invited Hawaiian speakers to come and co-create digital content in olelo hawaii for commute for the community which uh, includes uh teachers students kupuna as well as new learners and of course uh, no tech experience is needed uh just the desire to olelo or speak hawaiian and create a better world for us maka Ho- uh, olelo hawaii and of course this is going to take place at halawi nana that's on south baritania street uh 2438 South Baritania. And of course, that's this coming Saturday from 4pm to 8pm. So you want to check that out. And if you want to find out more information, I will post that up on our show notes for later on tonight. And of course, uh, I want to welcome Mary Smith from HPU. She's here to tell us about a a very interesting uh, conference coming up. And this is called the Women of Color STEM Entrepreneurship Conference. Welcome to the show, Mary.
1: Thank you, Bert. Um, Yeah, thanks for letting me talk about this wonderful conference that's coming up on the Big Island, March 18th through 20th. It's pertaining to women of color in STEM, trying to get more in that field. Uh, Currently there's less than 1% of bachelor's degrees are awarded to Native Americans, Pacific Islanders, Alaskan natives, and we want to do something about that. We're bringing together academics, uh, people from companies, uh, teachers, students, and hopefully some of your audience, audience members to share in making this problem kind of decrease it. We're trying to increase the number of women of color studying STEM. So we're going to be using a process called systems mapping, to look at some of the inhibitors, what what prevents women of color to going into STEM fields. And then we're going to look at various leverage points and ways that we can increase that number. So we are definitely looking for people that are interested in being a part of the solution to increasing those numbers. It will be held uh, at the Mauna Kea Hotel. Uh, once again, it's March 18th through 20th. And we have some uh, sponsorship available for those that are interested. Um, I'll give you the website.
0: Well, before you do that, I do want to ask you a couple questions. Okay. Uh, So, HPU, I'm pretty familiar with them. They're, you know, right down um, Aloha Tower. Right. Why is this conference on the Big Island?
1: Well, uh, we're doing this conference in conjunction with Arizona Arizona State University. Mm -hmm. We're there's kind of a two-part process to this, this conference. The March 18th to 20th, uh, that will be the adult conference. But during that week at the Kohala Institute, we'll have approximately 34 girls from Hawaii, from Saipan, uh, Native Americans from Arizona, uh, someone from Alaska. And we will be exposing them to various technologies and cultural um, elements of Hawaii and so that's just a, a a beautiful place to have a retreat or camp like that, and we wanted to have it coincide with the adult conference so the girls will be part of that um, but uh, they'll also be doing a lot of more fun things you so know, what's too. the
0: uh, what's the connection with uh, Arizona state
1: um we've just been working with them kind of looking at ways that we can collaborate together mm-hmm. um, and um, There was some connection with uh, our Dean Brenda Jensen from the College of Natural and Computational Sciences and one of uh, their uh, professors there, Dr. Kim Scott. Um, So they uh, wrote a grant. It's funded by a National Science Foundation grant. And we're just excited to be a part of it. Um, Arizona State University has had this type of conference. Uh, I think three times before, but all on the mainland. So we uh, are real excited to have it now in Hawaii.
0: So, who would you uh, appeal to potentially attend this conference?
1: Well, um, engineers, scientists, definitely teachers, uh, STEM teachers, uh, really anybody that's interested in uh, getting more women into uh, the STEM fields.
0: And is it the, is it, um the The aim of the conference to kind of get them interested in the entrepreneurial aspect of STEM, or you know, are are you obviously the attendees may already be in a STEM field, right? So, are you encouraging more sort of startup business kind of um, uh, thought activity going on over there?
1: Right. We're uh, part of the conference. There will be a pitch competition mm-hmm. that will um, allow attendees to. Talk together, work together on um, uh, ways that they could address this issue. Whether it be in the schools, whether it be with companies and after-school programs, whether it be some other type of initiative. Um, so we're hoping to, you know, attract various people from various um, industries and and organizations.
0: So you and and so you said that the. Um there's a sort of a systems approach to this this conference. I mean, what what would be some of the uh, obviously you know conferences? There's panels and things like that, but how would people interact with the actual program uh, through the systems methodology? The systems
1: mapping. It's uh, really a collaborative approach where people are sitting around and actually drawing mm-hmm. on 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 boards and paper uh, circles that represent uh, common areas that need to be looked at, whether they're inhibitors, whether they're promoters. And um, at the end of this, both the adults will be doing this as well as the girls. And then we'll be combining that, Mm -hmm. because many times as adults, we tend to be a little bit uh, skeptical and um, not think of maybe innovative ideas. So we want the girls to have their feedback And then we will be joining that with adults.
0: So, uh, and if you were to, you know, sort of, what would be your uh, best outcome of of this conference? What would you expect to see as, uh, you know, some goals achieved?
1: Right. Well, we're hoping to um, initiate a 10-year plan of how we can address this very small percentage of women of color going into STEM. We'd like to, Uh you know, really have a plan going forward Okay,
0: and then uh, again, where can people sign up for more information?
1: Yeah, uh, the URL is cgest.asu.edu/slash twenty twenty conference, and um, I will provide that to you. So, and I'll put that up on our show notes, listeners can uh, see that link. Good.
0: Well, thanks, Mary, for joining us.
1: Well, thank you so much for Bur- Bur- and for
0: of course. We'll take a short break, and when we return, we'll be joined by Trisha. Uh, let me get. Let me get. And of course, uh, Martha Crosby, and we'll talk to, talk about the uh, women in data science. This is Byte Marks Cafe. Support
2: for Byte Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk show programming. Mahalo to contributors: EKahi Health, Ulupono Initiative, and Impact Hub Honolulu Co-working.
3: Hi, my name is Lisa Nakamichi, and I'm the founder and artistic director of the Aloha International
0: Piano Festival, and we are proud to be underwriters for Hawaii Public Radio. We are proud to partner with HPR, who also believe in sharing the highest
3: level of artistic excellence. We look forward to a continued partnership for many years ahead. Hawaii Public Radio Underwriting. Your message heard here.
1: Learn more at hawaiipublicradio.org.
0: Welcome back to Bite Marks Cafe. And, of course, I'm happy to now officially welcome (laughs) Trisha Nakayama and Martha Crosby, who are uh, bringing the Stanford's Women in Data Science event here to Honolulu. And, of course, uh, Trisha is a data data scientist over at IBM, and Martha is a professor in information computer science over at the University of Hawaii at Manoa. Welcome to Bite Marks Cafe. Thank you. Thank you, Now, you know, first off, I guess um, what I would like to do is kind of get a get a sense as to, you know, data science in general and and how you would kind of define what data science is. And data science has been around for a while, but I, you know, I want to get to what it is and why is it all of a sudden become so popular? And maybe uh, Trisha, you can start.
3: Yeah, I think um, data science is a huge uh, field. It's not just emerging. It's been around for quite some time. But, um, you know, as every company now needs to be AI ready or they'll be Amazoned, as as they say, um, you know, they're all trying to hire data science teams. um, And what they need to do is make sense of their data. How do they use the data they have on their customers to, you know, build models and have insights the way, say, Amazon does? They know what their customers want to buy before they even know themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they can take a service call, uh, you know, virtually or with, you know, a chat bot. You know, how do you service your customers rapidly? How do you know what products they need um, to repair the equipment they have before they even know it? So. You know, having that speed and automation and predictive analytics, um, you know, is, is a huge need right now for every company to not be left behind.
0: Now, now Martha, you know, uh, you've been involved with this field for a while, and, and what, what are some of the other terms that are referred to when talking about data science?
2: Well, I came when, started when data science was really all there was. I mean, we only really had mathematics and data science, and the machines were so small that it was big data, even though it it wasn't as big as what we can <laughs> ha- handle now. So uh, it it gradually went from just numeric things to just all sorts of applications. And so I think data science is actually everywhere. It's so ubiquitous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and it's called so many different names that people don't even know they're data scientists. I certainly think if you get a degree in computer science, you really are working in data science.
0: So when you, when okay, so what's the kind of, connective tissue when we talk about data science or big data or ai or machine learning i mean is there is there something that kind of is woven across all of those uh, particular fields
2: algorithms and in fact the algorithms that i used very early in my career are, are algorithms that i still use i mean it's mathematics and so it works it works across applications so when you
0: when you refer to an algorithm i mean is that just an equation for something I and mean, how would you you know, describe an algorithm in pretty simple terms.
2: It's actually a a series or family of algorithms. And so there's not just one algorithm. It's just a series of ways that you try to organize your data that makes sense. We just have so much data.
0: (laughs) So is there something that has uh, happened recently that that, uh, has propelled, you know, sort of the interest in data science?
3: Well, You know, just to add to what Martha's saying, Facebook is just a giant algorithm or a combination of different algorithms, right, to predict what we want to see or hear. Um, So I think the big thing that's propelled when I did data science, you know, I worked with Coca-Cola, the, you know, U.S. Army, with different car companies. Um, You know, that was many years ago. Now we have so much data. We have cloud. We have the ability to store and process data you know, at such speeds that didn't exist ten, twenty years ago. So, you know, having access to huge data sets, um, having fast processing times, you know, things that I did that took days to process data sets, right, and retrain, you can do quickly on your phone now. So, you know, we're in a very different data environment, um, and so. Really, the struggle is what do we do with all this data? How do we make sense of data? And that is really what a data scientist does. They derive meaning from data and make it actionable or
0: useful. So when you describe, uh, let's say, Facebook as, a, as an algorithm, uh, could you kind of walk me through like, how perhaps your likes on your timeline might translate into an actual algorithm that might describe what it is that you like to view
3: Yeah, I mean, I think they're using a series of recommendation engines, right, Um, and a lot of marketing techniques. Um, I can't speak to all the ways. I mean, they're using natural language processing. They're using speech-to-text. They're using everything. Um, But they employ hundreds of data scientists to constantly enhance their algorithms um, and make sure that they're always at the cutting edge of what people want to see.
0: Now, Martha, you're seeing a lot of students uh, express interest. I mean, in, in, in terms of like the courses that are being taught at, at UH, what would, what would be typically in a data science course?
2: Well, actually, uh, mathematics, the statistics, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then the artificial intelligence. And again, uh, that's a lot of algorithms and different ways that you can... Uh, and then what kinds of computers you might want to use, what's appropriate. You know, there's usually a time... Uh, either time or space trade-off. And, you know, one time it might be the space that you don't have much of, and the other time it just takes too long. Mm -hmm. And even with the more powerful computers, uh, now that we're getting more and more data, we need more and more computers working in parallel. You know, so even um, the high-performance computing is something that um, a data scientist might be interested in.
0: Now, in terms of uh like trisha you're here and i b m is uh is a presence has a presence here in hawaii uh and of course uh you're trying to get more people you know into this in this field of of data science i mean what are what is the the demand out there i mean are there companies that are now expressing interest in having you know specific data science expertise, you know, in the workforce?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think it's, uh, if you look at the entire pipeline, if you call it a data science pipeline or a machine learning pipeline, there are data scientists who build models, but a lot of times they can't put those into production. You know, they can't build an app out of it. So there's a ton of jobs around data science. So, you know, there's people who are data engineers and they work on scrubbing and cleaning data. There's the data scientists, there's the ML engineer um, there's the former IT mm-hmm. DevOps. That's all part of that machine learning pipeline. So, there are tons of jobs around just building a simple app, right? Um, and actually, continually monitoring that application. Um, you know, retraining it. So, there are many different things around data science that need to be done to to make sure that businesses are successful.
0: Now, in terms of uh, um, uh, let's say the banks in hawaii obviously they need data science uh what about the the airlines or insurance or you know you can name a number of the different kinds of companies uh from um, auto dealers you know to to uh matson delivering you know shipments i mean are, are data science required in those particular fields,
3: yeah, and I would say that you know forty percent of IBM's customers are banks, and they are some of the most sophisticated data scientists. Right, they're in the the business of you know automating processing loans, approving credit. Um, but the wave of automation will occur with your financial advisor. Um, it'll occur in healthcare, right? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It'll you know occur with your bank. And if you look at airlines, right, you know that experience is so important. If you don't have the app or the Wi-Fi, or you know the airline texting you that something's going to be late, you know the customer is not going to want to use your airline. So I think it's it's critical, you know, even for the airlines. And I think Hawaiian Airlines actually does a very good job of being, you know, at that cutting edge of uh, machine learning and data science.
0: So well, I do want to I do want to get into the the conference that that you are all uh, organizing and how that really kind of came about. I want to hold that thought. We'll be right back after this short break to continue our conversation with uh, Trisha Nakayama and Martha Crosby. And we're talking about data and women in data science. This is Bite Marks Cafe.
2: Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributors the Rice Partnership and PCAT, Pacific Center for Advanced Technology Training.
0: Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe. I'm Bert Lum, and if you're just joining us, we're talking to Trisha Nakayama and Martha Crosby, and we're talking about women in data science, and of course, a conference that's coming up, and you know what? What um, I am kind of curious about is uh, Trisha. You're with IBM. You're you know you got interested in maybe getting this conference that uh, was started at Stanford, uh, happening here in Hawaii. And what were some of the things that you wanted to see happen as a result of you know this this conference being organized in this region?
3: I think I just wanted to make an awareness with, um, you know, girls and women that data science is a really great career. You know, a lot of parents may push medicine or law, but this is a degree that pays really well. It has a lot of impact on the world. And there is a huge wave of jobs coming from AI. So, you know, you really want, you know, predominantly men are in these jobs, but you Mm -hmm. want to make sure women have that ability to take part of this opportunity, you know, financially, as well as bringing their diverse points of view when you're building an algorithm. You know, you want an algorithm built by a team who has different races and genders. Um, We can't have teams like we do today that are building, you know, have very homogenous teams building algorithms that the rest of us are kind of (laughs) exposed to, right, in our daily lives.
0: Well, you're getting to a a good point about the idea of um, sort of diversity, inclusion, and how do you build that aspect into an algorithm? And and maybe, Martha, I'll give you this (laughs) question. I mean, when, when, when looking at designing an algorithm, how do you incorporate things like diversity?
2: Well, the thing about data science is your algorithm is really more your data you know what you're doing it with the algorithm is organizing it but the data the raw data itself is coming from from what people say and do mm-hmm. and so if you're only having one sector of the population saying and doing a certain thing the algorithm takes only that as the data and it leaves out um, the opinions of the other part. That's why what Tricia said is really so important. You really need these diverse teams. And they predict that there's just not going to be enough people doing this for the jobs that exist. It's such a ubiquitous job.
0: Well, okay, so what I just heard you say is that the data is the data, but the data that is uh, being analyzed is being contributed to by everybody, right? It's it's males, females, you know, a diverse community. And isn't the algorithm that really uh, tries to analyze that data, and that's where the diversity needs to be built in as opposed to, you know, expecting the data to be more reflective of the community? Well,
2: if you're in a group and only the men are talking, then the data with the women's points of view, isn't isn't recorded,
0: right? Right. right. So
2: you really do have to have uh, a, a team that's sort of equally represented in and, and equally willing to express their ideas.
0: So, so I mean, so I I, I understand where you know from the from the data standpoint, you want to get as much diverse data as possible. But are you also saying that from the uh, algorithm design standpoint, you also want to get as diverse a team as you can?
3: Yeah, I think there's the point of the data, right? Um, You know, data is being used for criminal justice decisions, who goes on parole and who stays in jail. So if you look at cases in Hawaii, what races would that reflect? uh, If you use that data set, it would eventually impact, you know, the disadvantaged people who are already in prison, right? So It may unintentionally bias those people who are already in jail negatively. So I think we have to be careful with data, and we also have to think about how you set up your models and the decisions around it. So, you know, if men are entirely building our models for retail and shopping, um, you know, it's not a diversity thing. It's a bad business thing. You know, you need to actually include women who make 80 percent of the purchasing decisions in the development of that algorithm. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think that's an important way to look at, you know, what we're actually doing in our lives and who's building the algorithms to make decisions for us.
0: Now, um, what is it that caught your interest in terms of the Stanford conference? And, you know, is there is there like a uh, model that they have uh, been successful at and that's what you'd want to incorporate uh here in Hawaii. I mean, is there just like a just like franchising, right? I mean, so you're you're bringing the Stanford uh conference uh of women in tech uh, women in data science here. What was it about their conference that really caught your attention?
3: Well, I've attended a conference uh live in San Francisco, mm-hmm. but you know, IBM, Google, Facebook, Microsoft were all big global sponsors. So my boss actually is the one who sponsored Uh, WIDs at a global level and she allowed me to sponsor at the Hawaii level Mm -hmm. as well. So I think the thing is that women do better when we have a big, you know, initiative and we all kind of rally around that same week and uh, really pull together, you know, all of these women who are rock stars at a technical level. Um, so when I originally started this year, they said there are no women, but when you look in aggregate at the website of all of these women, you know, they're all doing very amazing things. They all have great backgrounds. So I think that's just the power, the network effect of doing um, an event like this at scale while other countries all over the world are doing it.
0: So this conference is going to take place kind of all during the same week? So that's why Women in Data Science is kind of a, a worldwide event,
3: yeah, I think there's, you know, there's a, f- a few things. You know, there's International Women's Day or week. Mm-hmm. Um, but this so this event is kind of around that same time. Uh, but there's women in Africa doing women in data science events, Asia, South America, Europe. So there's over 200 events in 50 cities. And uh in the US, Hawaii was one of the few states that did not have an event. So Stanford was very excited when I said I want to sign up to be the ambassador here.
0: So this is going to be the first one. I mean, what, so in terms of uh, your presence and, and, of course, University of Hawaii and Shamana, I mean, is there Stanford presence in this conference as well here in Hawaii?
3: We do not have anyone from Stanford. They definitely wanted to fly out. But I did say, you know, for the girls that we want to bring in, we should have local women to say, you can do this mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. It's not just people from mainland corporate companies flying in They're our women here. So um, tell
0: me who are some of the speakers that you have uh, on your panels?
3: Um, so I, I'll let Martha speak to the academia, uh, but for industry, we have um, Colleen Milberry, who leads analytics for First Hawaiian Bank. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Adrienne Buell, um, who is in the Bay Area but moving back here, and she was a data science manager at TechSnow and Facebook. And myself, I'm speaking on AI bias, um, which is my area, and we have Summer Rankin from Booz Allen Hamilton, who's a lead data scientist there. And there are quite a few women at uh, that company as well. Well, that's
0: great. And Martha, who from who, who from academia is going to join us? Well,
2: <clears throat> we have Gwen Jacobs, who's actually head of the Data Science Institute at mm-hmm. U, UH Manoa. And then uh, from the Information and Computer Sciences Department, we have uh, Dr. Susanna Still, who is our machine learning data scientist professor, and uh, Kim, Kimberly Binstead, who does um, the initiatives with the uh, astrobiology. And mm -hmm. uh, we have Slajana Presik, who's in microbiology, who's um, using uh, big data for tuberculosis Mm -hmm. cures.
0: Wow, this is great. So uh, I know we haven't gotten to the date, so I want you to make sure that you share the date of this event.
3: Yeah, so um, it's next Wednesday. And uh, it's at the East-West Center. That's,
0: a, that's the 3rd of March. Yes, March right? 3rd at the fourth. east Winter oh, Center. I'm sorry, fourth, March 4th at yeah, the sorry, east-
3: sorry. <laughs> East-West Center. Um, and, yeah, we would definitely love more men and women to come out.
0: So, okay, so this is women in data science, but uh, men are okay to attend the, the conference.
3: Yeah, we definitely want men to see kind of all these women in force right mm-hmm, how mm-hmm. how uh, technical they are, how competent they are, um, and you know really be impressed by these uh, women in data science
0: and and as, a, as an outcome, what would you like to see as an outcome of this conference?
3: I would like to see one girl decide, yes, I'm going to go after mm-hmm. a degree in data science or computer science.
0: No, and what's the what's the age group that you're appealing to?
3: So it's high school and above college-age girls. Um, you know, I spend a lot of time interviewing data scientists, and they many come from humanities or philosophy or anything, and they do masters in data mm-hmm. science or certificate programs. So I think, you know, any of those ages, even if you finish college already, there's you know, a, definitely a time where you can upskill.
0: Well, I'll um, definitely put the sh- put the uh, URL up on the show notes unless it's a, a quick one.
3: Uh, You can find out more at datascience.hawaii.edu.
0: Oh, very good. Okay, I'll put that up on our show notes. Trisha Nakayama is a data science scientist over at IBM. And Martha Crosby is a professor over at the University of Hawaii at Manoa. And, of course, uh, they're both organizers for the upcoming Women in Data Science WIDS conference. And I want to thank you both for joining us. Well,
2: thank you very much. Thank you.
0: And thank you for listening to Bite Marks Cafe. Join us next week when we will talk about the Cryptocurrency Innovation Program over at the Entrepreneur's Sandbox. If you miss any part of this edition, you can find the podcast of tonight's show on org. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to email me at bitemarks at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter. I'm at BiteMarks. Our engineer is David Chong. You can also catch us on HPR1 every Wednesday or anytime via the HPR app, iTunes, Google Play and Stitcher. You stay awesome, and we'll see you next week on another edition of Bite Marks Cafe.